Welcome to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. On today's episode, it, it really, uh, when an atmosphere isn't planned, that's when I see people disengage and they're not really enjoying themselves anymore. It actually feels a little weird to be back at this because it's only been one episode, but for us, it's been what? Six eight, weeks. Eight, six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while and a lot has happened in that six weeks that doesn't have to do with the podcast, but. Well, wanna... it has to do with the podcast and the fact that we didn't record in that six weeks. You want to tell everybody what happened? Well, I had a baby. What? <laughs> Congratulations. And you're the father. So. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yes, we had the baby. We had baby Jade. Jade High. Mm-hmm. Jade She's Abigail High. Jade Abigail High, who is perfect and currently sleeping. Hopefully we'll stay sleeping until the end of the episode. Yeah, we might have to... <laughs> Might have to go to a commercial break, for which we don't have any yet. How, um, how was the... I don't know why I'm asking you, because I know how it was. I was mm-hmm. going to say how the birth experience was. It was a lot. It was a very, very emotional day. I thought my wedding day was emotional. Wow. Uh, wait until you have your first child. That's something else. So the birth experience was not what we expected. Um, it was emotional because of... The fact that the baby was born, but also we were exhausted and, um, yeah, you, you went into labor like at midnight. Yeah. So I didn't get sleep that night Yeah, and I didn't sleep during labor, obviously. Um, if you could have, that would have been a technique that you need to share. We'll make millions. Yeah. Actually, there were a few times between contractions where I was like, I could almost fall asleep and then another contraction would start. I could fall asleep for... 20 seconds before the next <laughs> contraction starts. Right. Uh, but we ended up with a C-section and... Um, yep, uh, baby twisted around too much and got her cord wrapped around her neck. So C-section was the safest thing. She's fine. She's perfectly healthy. You're perfectly healthy. You've mm-hmm. recovered beautifully. And I am so You're enjoying... Fine. I'm fine too, but <laughs> I was going to say I'm so enjoying being a dad. It's yeah. so cool. It's so cool. When she fusses, I can calm her. I can like sing to her or talk to her and she will calm down. And I just mm-hmm. didn't think that would happen. I thought that would be exclusively something that you could do. But the best moment was when she was born and she was handed to us and she calmed down right away. Right away. any relationship being established prior to that. She came out, her eyes were open, she was crying and they handed her right to us and all our eyes met and we started talking and she stopped fussing. It was really cool. We weren't, you notice, we weren't the first voices that she heard. She heard the <laughs> surgeon and the nurses, but she calmed down when she heard our voices. Right. That's so cool. And yeah. I think it's a yeah. really good um, testament to the fact that we definitely should be doing a podcast. If our voices are that soothing, then... <laughs> I don't think anyone listening to the podcast will be instantly soothed from whatever emotional distress. Well, you never know. Feeling. That's kind of the goal here. <laughs> okay. It's true. We're here to help de-stress people. Yeah. De-stress in your wedding plannings. So, <laughs> all right. So that's our, that's our life update. We had to put that out there. That's what happened. Um, so yeah, 
Now, in our last episode, in the uh, interest of sort of finding a, a format for this uh, relatively new project for us still, we did kind of a question and answer for you. Uh, this week, I thought that we could do something a little bit different. Um, we had been talking, we, we talk a lot about finding an atmosphere for your wedding. Right. Now, Having an environment. Yes. And, and you seem to have a better grasp of what that is than I do. So what, what do you mean when you tell a couple that they should have an atmosphere? I, what I mean by an atmosphere is I mean, you're kind of choosing the tone of the day, the spirit of the day, if you will. And that can be um, something like having a party atmosphere, having something that's high energy, um, which means that you're you're going to be looking at specific DJs and specific bands for that, uh, ones that are geared towards bringing the party. What exactly do you mean by a, a tone for the day? Like, is this the same as a theme? Like, is this a themed wedding? It's let's, not, let's really clarify this. It's not the theme as in it's not as visually focused, like a theme tends to be more visually focused. This is really difficult to explain. And I don't know if there is a specific definition, but it mostly has to do with how you want to feel and how you want your guests to feel on the wedding day. What do you want them to take away from your wedding? Um, what emotions do you want them to be feeling? What are you going for as far as like, do you want them to um, feel the personality of your story, uh, to really join in the celebration or is it something where you want to keep your emotions more private and distant? So this is more of emotionally the feel for the day rather mm -hmm. than the, the visual theme, like you were saying. Right. Okay. And that's something that you can actually generate. You can generate it. Okay. Uh, one way is really by your attitude during the day, the way, what you're um, bringing into the day, as far as, are you willing to share your personality, um, in the wedding vows? Are you willing to, um, cause some people might not yeah. want to some people, right. like you said, they, they may be more private. So why is it important to to know what kind of atmosphere that you're going for. Well, atmosphere is something that I don't think that people think about that much. Very true. We think about menus and we think about the decor, the, you know, colors and, and things like that. But we don't think about how we want people to feel or how we want to feel on the wedding day. Yeah. As you so often notice, people seem to be more focused on their agenda for the day, their order mm -hmm. of events, their schedule their logistical aspects of the wedding day and they miss the the feel they miss the experience would you say an atmosphere is like the experience of the wedding day you know what it felt like to right. be there yeah so y your wedding day is not meant to be an agenda it's not meant to be just an order of events that you're performing for your guests it's meant to be something that you design you know you mm -hmm. want to feel a certain way on, on your wedding day now you can't control how you feel. That's the topic for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but you can put systems in place where you are free to feel. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what we're, that's what we're talking about now with creating an atmosphere. So, is okay. is atmosphere really 
Um, and obviously I know some of these answers. This is just me prompting the conversation, but is atmosphere, uh, basically a, a, uh, a party atmosphere or a reverent atmosphere? Like, are those really the two options? Like, do we really have like the people who just want to have lots of fun and a high energy thing? And then there's the people who are very solemn and, and personal. And really those are the only two choices. Is that really the spectrum that we're looking at? No, I think the atmospheres actually can kind of bleed into each other, if you will. So like you can have a party heavy atmosphere where it's also really personal as well. Like they might have a really personal ceremony, but then have a wild dance party later on. Okay. Um, but the difference, I'm trying to define this, but the difference. Well, that's the purpose of this podcast is to help people understand it. So by us <laughs> figuring out a way to define it, we're, we're, Accomplishing the goal. Good. So, if you, if you could define it in one sentence, then we wouldn't need to make a podcast about it. You would just right. say, "Hey, everybody, here's what an atmosphere is." Do, 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 do. Goodbye. <laughs> and, and it would it be, would really be two minutes long. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think we should talk a little bit about our wedding because that's where I felt it most. Yeah, having having experienced a wedding now, I think mm -hmm. we have a much better grasp on atmosphere and whatnot. We we didn't have a very high energy. Uh, wedding atmosphere, not because we, uh, you know, shun that just because we enjoy it more when it's we not can. our style. It's just not our style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, we knew that we would enjoy our wedding day more if it was a, a little bit softer tone. We were able to speak with friends throughout the night. We were able mm -hmm. to have guests intermingle with each other at the reception. Our ceremony certainly was, um, was very personal uh, and very emotional. Although I think that might've been mostly to the part that the groom was in tears the whole time <laughs> and the bride wasn't. <clears throat> I was uh, very tired from a sleepless night. I think you were in, I was, I think you were in a bit of shock. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. And you, you, you experience a lot of your emotion from, oh my gosh, I, I'm married kind of came in, in drips mm -hmm. throughout the next few weeks, which I was very, very much fun to observe. I Whereas very with rarely me, it just bombed yeah. right at the beginning. <laughs> I very rarely have emotional bombs. It hits me in small waves. Yes. For the, for the record, the same thing happened when the baby was born too. Right. <laughs> it floored me to the point where I actually asked the nurse if I needed to go to the ER because I was going to pass out. And she's like, I think you just need to cry. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, you were were calmer uh, and experienced it throughout the next set. You're still experiencing right. it. It's right. still hitting you, you know, where it just kind of all... It hits hit you at once, once, but it hits me in increments. Yeah. And, that, and that's just a style. That's just how people mm -hmm. experience emotions. Now, for our wedding day, we knew that we wanted to be able to interact with our guests. Mm -hmm. We knew that we didn't want anything to be rushed. We wanted a very peaceful atmosphere, but we wanted a very fun atmosphere and a very mm -hmm. interactive atmosphere. So maybe not party hard, high energy because we wanted peaceful, but that doesn't mean that we didn't want to have fun. Right. They're not so, exclusive of each other. Yeah. But I would, I would say like for our atmosphere, I would define it with a few words. I would say the word peaceful. Mm -hmm. I would say the word community Mm -hmm. And I would say the word, um, well, I'm trying to think of the word for the ceremony. Reverent? Respect? Yeah. Reverent. Emotional. I think reverent is really a good word, but... Reverent doesn't mean boring, people. No. <laughs> it, it means... 
It's a it high means, respect. Yeah, it's, it means that you recognize the importance of something. Right. Which we had planned the wedding with that intention. Like we didn't just, the atmosphere didn't just happen. We actually did some intentional planning to create that. Yes, we made we made way for that to be the experience. Mm-hmm. What, what, what ways did we, like, I know that this is just one type of atmosphere, but what what in what ways did we specifically put logistical plans forward to make sure that that would be the atmosphere? I can think of one right now. And it was, it was very, very cold, hard fact. We gave ourselves three hours or, or more, actually. How much was it between the ceremony and the reception? It was three hours. It was about three mm-hmm. hours. We specifically said in the invitations to our guests that the ceremony will be over around this time. The reception will start like... At three o'clock, like you know. Way over at this time. Mm-hmm. And it was enough time where they, it would go through lunch. Mm-hmm. So the guests were told, go out for lunch. Like, we're not going to provide lunch. Go out for lunch. Here's some restaurants that you can choose. Go home, take a nap if you want, and come back to the reception. Meanwhile... Or eat apples and peanut butter like Joe suggested. Yeah, I I actually like to do that. That's my (laughs) snack. (laughs) Meanwhile, we got our pictures taken, and we went out for coffee with our bridal party. Which is one of my favorite memories, actually. Yeah, and it's all... Actually, I think all of the bridal party has said that to us, too. We loved just going out for coffee. There was no agenda. We Mm -hmm. weren't going there for photos. We were literally just going for coffee. We were in our tuxedos and dresses. It was very relaxed. It was awesome. Like That was for the purpose of creating a relaxed environment, Mm -hmm. giving a huge amount of time that was specifically time that wasn't to be have anything planned in it. And it wasn't socializing with our guests because we're both introverts and socialization does take energy for us. So we knew we we wanted to reach we wanted to have a chance to recharge. We didn't want to have to go for twelve hours Mm -hmm. having not slept the night before. And then, and I'm really glad we did because yeah. I was exhausted even so. And we only ended at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a very, uh, um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this without insulting other people. I was going to say a very well, old person reception where we ended at eight o'clock. I don't, I don't even know if we also started way old earlier soul? though. Well, old soul. Yes. But I, yeah. I also don't want to, there may be people listening to this who would say, I don't want to have a reception that late. And it's not like uncool to do that. Right. We also started much earlier. Yeah. A lot of ceremonies typically start like late afternoon now and then get it go. The reception goes to like 10. Mm-hmm. We had our reception or ceremony at like what? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we ended earlier. But again, it's just, it's your personal preference. Right. But in, in our, pl- <coughs> excuse me, in our planning. You want your coffee? <laughs> yes. Rhea has a, like a 16 ounce mug of coffee here. <laughs> it helps with the baby getting up during the night to drink coffee the next day. Okay. So. Well, that's good because you love coffee. Yeah. So, oh, you were saying in, something. In planning, in planning for the atmosphere, um, you know, with the ceremony, we knew that the music that we selected would play into that because music sets a tone. Um, and... So we were very intentional about the types of music mm-hmm. that we told our, our MC to play. Right. And we wrote our own vows. Mm-hmm. Very personalized. And yeah, the, the elements that we brought in, even our unity ceremony was very intentional with mm-hmm. how we wanted it to feel. Yep. 
and the social atmosphere, we chose the dinner style to, to encourage that as well. The, the hors d'oeuvres dinner style. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a sit-down dinner, nor did we have a buffet. There wasn't like a dinner time. Right. There wasn't a time to, okay, now is the time to sit at your table and And then eat. get ushered to the buffet. Right. And... It, it was, no, like, here is food. Mm -hmm. It will be available from this time to this time. Get it when you want, as you want. No pressure. Uh, and, and there was no, also no uh, ranged seating. Right. We actually had food available all night long. We did, yeah. So you could which... eat at any point. There were like different phases, like a hobbit's meal. You know, there was breakfast and second <laughs> breakfast and dessert seas. Well, yeah, dessert seas, which we did smash the cake per my request. Mm-hmm. But I was um, very tired at that point. So I was like, sure, bring it on. Whatever, smash cake in my face. I don't care. But, uh, we did that style of reception because that's what made us most comfortable yeah. as well. And and we knew what we wanted to the experience to be like mm -hmm. before we started planning. We knew what we wanted our wedding to be like. We had already discussed this. So um, how would you suggest, and I'll, I'll chime in on those two, but again, for the purpose mm -hmm. of directing the conversation, how would you suggest that a couple who is listening and is engaged... And they're thinking about this and they're like, you know, that's a good point. I, I do, maybe I don't want it to feel like Joe and Rhea's wedding, mm -hmm. but how can they find the atmosphere that they want? How can they, what can they do to think and discuss and, and find that feeling that they want for their wedding? Because it will be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Some of our friends had, have had weddings that we went to that were just great weddings and felt totally different than ours. Right. It, it, it's, it's just a different feel. So how does one, instead of just making an agenda for their wedding and a schedule, mm -hmm. how do they decide on an atmosphere? How do they know what they want? Well, it really comes back to what you enjoy on any given day. What What is your style, not just for your wedding, but what is your style in everyday life? Right. But how do, how do I know what my style is? Well, for us, <laughs> one thing... Maybe it's easier for girls. Maybe. You, what, you have do, a style, though. I do. But, I, I know what my style is, but what... But for one thing... Some people aren't, you know, for those of us who aren't as self-aware, <laughs> how do I know what my style is? For one thing, one reason why we chose the style of reception that we did is because we don't like sit-down dinners because we both have this social eating anxiety. So... Yeah, that's a very specific thing. Yeah. Right. So that, you know, we don't like the um, restriction... Pressure pressure of sitting at a table and having to finish a plate of food in a conversation with other people. So maybe a good way to find one step in finding out what you'd like and what would make you most comfortable for how to feel on your wedding day is what makes you uncomfortable right now? Mm -hmm. What are some, what are some things that you're currently worrying about on your wedding day? Right. One one of our things was we were worried that we would feel pressure to sit down and eat and you know when the nerves are up. high. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, well, we don't want that. And we're like, well, it's our wedding. Mm -hmm. We don't have to have that. Let's do an hors d'oeuvre style. And it was very relaxed. And I, you know, one of the venue staff got me a plate of food, mm -hmm. and I probably ate a third of it. Yeah. And but we were like, you know what? Doesn't matter. And we I paid for the whole thing. Yeah. So. And I got the chance while I was eating my food. I talked to a number of different people that would have been more than, you know, if we had it uh, had a sweetheart table mm -hmm. or we would have been like excluded table. from everybody else. Mm -hmm. 
and I again, talk to my nothing, nephews. Again, there's nothing wrong with that either. If you're like, no, we we want to be ice. I've I've mm-hmm. talked to couples who said like, no, when we want when we have dinner, we want to have our own table. We mm-hmm. want to be separated from the guests so we can take a break. I'm and like, okay, there you go. Yeah, that's that, their space. Yeah, that's, that's what something you know you want to do. Mm-hmm. You want to have some privacy. So that's there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Like what what else? Again, not just talking about our wedding. What can people do to find their own atmosphere? Um, I can, some other mm-hmm. examples of different atmospheres that I've seen entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, I've been to weddings where the, the, the music is a big play in this, right. but it doesn't have to be the only one, but this is another example, um, where the music was, it was very good. It was very skillful and it was, um, it wasn't meant so much to be danced to. It was really, uh, for entertainment. It mm-hmm. was a, it was a good band or a good singer who was performing for mm-hmm. the wedding. Right. For the bride and the groom and their guests and the bridal party and the family and everyone. And uh, it was just everyone watched them and enjoy it. And that's what that was a theme that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen other weddings where there's 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 games all over the place right. and everyone's encouraged to, to play games like with table games or. Yeah. Table like games. That, yeah. I mean, cornhole. Mm-hmm. I don't really like cornhole. It seems to make its way into every freaking wedding in upstate New York. Cornhole but. <laughs> has been a trend. It, it followed the barn wedding trend. So, yeah. But still, you know, again, no offense if you, if like, you like cornhole. No offense. You uncultured. All right. <laughs> Joe is just judging you. That's all. <laughs> um, again, you know, everyone has a different feel that they enjoy. Right. Well, like some people really enjoy an elegant dinner. Like you like to dress up. You like to go out. You like to have a five course dinner. If that's what you enjoy and that's what makes you comfortable, then budget for that. And, and yeah. have that with your and, guests. And then start making decisions in your planning that mm-hmm. would enable a really elegant dinner. You know, mm-hmm. set aside plenty of time for just dinner. Make sure that yeah. you're going to get, you know, a few courses and they're not, it's not all going to be like, all right, go up and get your pork roast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have, make sure the, the music is. You could have a jazz light. trio as yeah. opposed to a DJ playing Michael Buble, you know, yeah. like, depending yeah. on, I exactly. like Michael Buble though. Yeah, I do too. But that those would be decisions to em- enable mm-hmm. that feel. You know, you want like an elegant sit-down dinner environment, then you really shouldn't have a DJ who's going to start off the night with "Baby Got Back." Right now, you if you should have, never have a DJ who plays "Baby Got Back." Okay, well, in that, our was a, that was personal a personal opinion. <laughs> if your atmosphere is you want to you want to have "Baby Got Back" play all night, then just stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we hate that song. It's to just play too much. Mm-hmm. But in, in contrast, if you want a very high energy wedding and mm-hmm. you want to be, you know, party hard and jumping up and down and everyone's having a great time, it's really high energy and the music is loud and exciting, then don't overemphasize your dinner time. Don't have Michael Buble playing for the right. dinner time because you don't like that. Right. If you don't like it, don't do it. It's your wedding. And in preparation for that, make sure that you're not wearing a heavy wedding dress. That's a very, that's a very practical <laughs> right. thing because otherwise it's hard to you will be that. miserable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this isn't so much about like how to make a podcast or how to make a wedding with a specific theme, mm-hmm. a specific atmosphere. This is right. why should you choose an atmosphere? So we already answered that question, but I guess I'll ask the reverse question. What have we seen where people obviously neglected to consider how they would feel on their wedding day and they did just have an atmosphere? Like they didn't, or they, they, they just had a agenda. They didn't prioritize how they would feel. They didn't prioritize creating an atmosphere because mm-hmm. we see this yeah. a lot where people obviously don't 
care, I mm-hmm. guess, or, or, or just didn't think about it and right. they're disappointed. But right. what, what happens? Usually what happens in that case is the bride and groom will disconnect from the wedding day. They'll, they'll kind of disconnect from the events that are going on. Um, they'll hide. Mm-hmm. They, they will want to, ex- uh, to escape and the guest will as well, because the guests really mirror your attitude. And so, um, you know, that's where you'll see guests on their phone all night long and they'll just be sitting there at their table waiting for the send off or the cake to be cut, whatever um, event it is that they assigned for their getting out time. It, it really, uh, when an atmosphere isn't planned, that's when I see people disengage and they're not really enjoying themselves anymore. I would agree with that. If you don't plan for a night that you're going to enjoy, then you're probably not going to enjoy it. Right. (laughs) Um, Why do you think that so many people don't do this in their wedding plans? Why do you think that so many people, they just, oh, what basically, okay, here's the perfect example of not prioritizing an atmosphere that you would like. It's starting with every wedding planning question by asking, what is everybody else doing? Mm -hmm. Who cares what everybody else is doing? This is your wedding. This is your wedding. And again, this is a topic for another podcast, but I've met couples who should not have had a wedding. Mm -hmm. They should have just gotten married. They would have been so much happier just having a completely private ceremony with like two witnesses and a JP. Right. If you don't like being the center of attention, why the heck are you having 250 people come watch you get married? Yeah. If you are someone who is planning your wedding and you're asking every question, what do people do with it? Cause people, this happens. People yeah. ask me, the photographer, they're like, well, what do people do for this? What do people do for this? What do people do for the cake cutting? I'm like, they cut the freaking cake. Well, how do, <laughs> how do they, how do they do that? Like however you want with a knife, you could, you could forego the knife and just scoop oh, off. Right, a right, right. It's your, yeah. it's your night. It's your cake. What there, do you want to do? There is supposed to be a format for cutting a cake properly. No, there's not. And I tell people what it is when they're all confused. But honestly... They don't, it's not a format that you have to adhere to. Oh. Oh, the baby's awake. Baby's awake. Ah. Well, this is just part of the podcast now, folks, that we've got baby interruptions. So if you'll excuse us for a few minutes, we will return shortly. Okay, we're back, and we're now joined by the beautiful Miss Jade High. So if you hear small baby noises, it's her. It's her. <laughs> we're just going to let that be the case. And we have new sound effects on the podcast. Um, so I think the reason why this is so important is, you know, a wedding should show your personality. A wedding should be your day, not just a... Um, a day that fulfills a societal norm. Right. But remember that the reason that it should be your day and your personality is because this, a wedding is a celebration. That's what, that's what you and I are always pushing is that a wedding is a celebration. It's not just a party and it's definitely not a show. I have heard people say that where a wedding is really just a show for your friends. If that's your philosophy, don't get a wedding. Yeah. Don't have a wedding. You don't have to pay for your friends to get drunk. My gosh, no. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like this is a celebration. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to celebrate? Do you want to celebrate your story? Do you want to celebrate your dreams for your the future? Your dreams for the future? Do you want to celebrate your your family and friends? Do you want to celebrate 
your um just just your 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 love for each other like what mm-hmm. what do you want people to to know that you value right. on your wedding and and that's that's your atmosphere yeah and those are the questions that each couple has to ask themselves because i can't i can't create a template for that you know that's where it's supposed to be personal <laughs> by the way folks this is something that i was really looking forward to on my wedding day is being here with my wife and my baby, even if she's a little fussy because she just woke up. This was even in my vows, though. It was. And I wanted, I wanted people to know. I'm going to keep talking even though she's crying. I'm going to keep talking even though she's crying because in my vows, I, I, I purposely put it in my vows because I wanted everyone to know that I couldn't wait to see a baby that looked like my wife. <laughs> and here she is. I don't know if we really achieved that with her. She, you think people, she looks like me? People say that she looks like you. So. Well. She's, she's got gonna, me in her though. She's definitely got you in her. <laughs> but that that's an example too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to share that with people. So what do you want to share? What do yeah. you want to feel? What do you want to experience? What do you, what do you want to avoid is a right. good question. But I think a more better question would be, what do you want to experience? Right. That's your atmosphere. This is just our reality right now. One diaper change later and things are better. I think uh, the way to do this is to ask yourself what you're uncomfortable with and what you really enjoy. And prioritize that. Yeah. Prioritize what that is, what you want. Because it is a celebration of a really, really, really precious and wonderful time mm-hmm. and, and beginning of a, a really great thing for you mm-hmm. and your, your to-be spouse. Yeah. So it's do not, it right. It's not a day to just check uh, check something off your list. Achievement, get married. Yeah. No. Make the most of it because it's worth it. All right. Well, Jade, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Jade, not- you want to say who today's sponsor is? It's Pampers. No, I'm just <laughs> no. kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to give us a rating in iTunes mm-hmm. or whatever podcast receptacle software that you're listening to. Podcast receptacle? Podcast. Uh, Distributor? Yeah, there you go. Something like that. Th- seriously, though, thank you for listening. Uh, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. You can um, find this on radiantevents.net mm-hmm. and you can contact Rhea. Yeah. You Share have. your thoughts because you probably have a lot more thoughts. Yeah. We'd love to we'd love to have some more ideas for content to create on this podcast too. And we should be back with more episodes soon because we're not planning on having another baby in the next month. <laughs> we'll see you next time guys. <laughs>